Hello and welcome to the third episode of the Social Distancing Diaries. This week we will be talking about classes, how they've been for students now that they've transitioned to online, a new grading system that MSU has recently implemented, how things will be looking moving forward, and more. Thanks for joining us. I am here with Wendy Guzman, Maddie Monroe, and Sarah Tidwell. How are you, everyone? Doing all right. Good. Good to hear it. Good to hear it. So this week on the Social Distancing Diaries, we're going to be talking about classes and how those have been going now that they have completely transitioned to online in light of COVID-19. So I'll start off by asking y'all personally, since we're all students, how your online classes have been going. Mine hasn't been too bad. I had a little trouble with a couple professors, but other than that, um, the transition hasn't been super rocky so far. I think it'll get a little worse when exams come around, but as of right now, it's not too bad. Yeah, mine haven't been too bad either. Um, One of my professors is like super concerned more about our mental health than she is with our classwork. So she's definitely like taking a lot of it down so that things are going like are going to go easier because she knows that, you know, we have multiple classes online and things are going to get hard. So and then I did have trouble with one of my professors because they only open a recorded lecture for like four hours and 8 a.m. to noon, which is like the most odd times ever. But, you know. I, I just wake up, I screenshot the slides, and then I just go back to bed because I don't want to listen to them at 8 in the morning anymore. Um, mine have been okay, but I think I think mostly it's just been myself trying to adapt, struggling to actually get the motivation to do it since I'm at home and have such easy access to lounging around all the time. But in terms of what the professors have done, I think they've been very cooperative and done a lot of to try to like accommodate to us and help us out changing around the syllabus and everything around in the class. Yeah. Um, when this announcement was initially made, I guess what were some of the the reactions that you guys um, saw, you know, maybe you like heard students talking about it, maybe some of their concerns about having to move classes online or some of your friends, like, what what has been, like, the general consensus on, like, having to do remote online work? The majority of the people that I talked to were pretty excited about not having physical class. Um, but I did have a few friends and peers that I was talking with saying that they were concerned because a lot of people have classes that aren't necessarily just lecture and recitation so um stuff is pretty hard to be moved online and I also know that some professors have had to move their zoom times around a lot instead of just at the normal class time and it's since everybody's home and that has been kind of tricky um but other than that I haven't heard anything particularly negative from other people about it Yeah, the first day that the announcement was, like, kind of sent out, it was, you know, the basic MSU student response. Everybody just immediately dropped everything and went out to party. Like, it was just, like, everybody was excited. Oh, hey, I don't have to go to class today. 
and then as the like the days have gone on and we're now in what week three of online class like things are kind of starting to slow down and drag on and I'm sure everybody else is like losing that kind of especially now with the grading scale like everybody's just kind of losing it they don't want to do it I know a lot of people have said that they're just completely done with school they're going to one point and then change to the new grading scale so that it doesn't affect their GPA and I was like well I mean I'm I'm like personally going to continue doing classes so that I can, you know, try for four points, but also like have something to do during the day because it's, you know, boring to just sit around and do nothing. But yeah, I haven't either heard anything particularly negative about this. Everybody's pretty, you know, excited. And I mean, they obviously miss the campus, but it's nothing like, oh, like they're, they're not like pissed off. Like, it's just like, okay, well, you know, like we'll be back in August. It's no big deal. Um, I've heard some people kind of just saying, oh, well, I paid for these, like, in-person classes, like, kind of, like, thinking that, or they think that they need some type of, like, refund or something because they paid for a class to be online, like, not, they paid for a class to be in person and then end up having to get turned online. Um, I guess at MSU, like, our, we're charged by credit, so that doesn't really make a difference if we were online or in person, but I get that they feel that, this wasn't what they were intending on spending their money on. So they probably, they want something in return. Yeah. I've heard about that too. And I was talking to some friends about that, like how they're refunding us for housing, but they can't like, they can't really refund us for classes because we're still taking the class. Like we're still enrolled for the credits. We're still going to get the credits on our degree so that we can advance. So like, that's why they're, that's like my philosophy on why they're not really refunding our tuition, but they're refunding housing instead. Because, you know, they kind of kicked us off campus, but they're still expecting us to put in the work and get the credits. Yeah, I actually recently saw a petition going around to get some sort of refund for tuition. So that is something that's circulating. I think it has, the last time I looked at it, a little over a thousand signatures. Um so I guess we'll keep updated with that and see if it goes anywhere and see if someone tries to t- take it to the board or something. But I think this is a good time to move on to ask Maddie about the new grading scale. So recently um, it was changed to satisfactory slash not satisfactory rather than, you know, you know what, I'll just have Maddie talk about it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So um, just last early last week, um, MSU decided to change the grading scale to satisfactory versus not satisfactory. So basically, um, if you are a normal undergraduate student and you have over one point in a class, then you can um, change it to satisfactory. Or if you have below, you can change it to not satisfactory. Um, and then for graduate students the scale is just a little bit different. So it's if you have above a 2.0, um, then it can be satisfactory under a two point is not satisfactory. Um, so this is also an optional rating skill. You don't have to use it if you don't want to, you can keep all of your standard GPA numbers one through four. Um, you can also do this by a class by class basis. So let's say you have a four point in your English class that you want to keep. And then, a two point in your math class you want to change you can totally do that um students will be able to receive their grades before they choose and then they will have to um 
they'll have a two week period where they can decide how they want to have them shown on their transcript. Yeah. What was maybe some student reactions that you saw after this was announced recently? Um, a majority of it was very positive. I know that I had a lot of people on social media were excited because the motivation is down for classwork, definitely. And having the option to say, you know, I'm not used to online classes. I don't like it. And I really wish I could change my 3.0 to satisfactory instead. Um, it also, I saw a lot of people saying that they're really happy because it also doesn't interfere with Dean's list at all, which is really nice. Yeah, I know you had um, interviewed someone for your story when I was reading it over. What did they have to say about it? Yeah, so I interviewed Mark Largent, who's the um, provost for undergraduate studies, I believe. And he said that it took the university a while to kind of decide that that's what they wanted to do. Um, and they were weighing all of their options, and it seems like this was the good starting point. They might end up making changes. They might just keep it how it is. But this is pretty much what many other schools are doing as well. This is what U of M changed theirs to. Um, he also said that he wanted to make sure that students know that they can still meet with their um, meet with their counts academic advisors and if they have any questions or they're not sure if they should change it or they need to know if they can change it for a certain graduate program or whatever, then they can still do that. Yeah. Awesome. Is there anything else you wanted to say about the new grading system? Um, no, I think that pretty much covers it. Obviously the story I wrote on it is at um, statenews.com. Yeah, and then Sarah, um, kind of in the beginning when this was all starting, you wrote a little guide on how to stay on top of online classes. Can you talk a little bit about those tips and if they've been working for you so far? Okay, yeah. Um, well, obviously, online learning isn't everybody's forte. It's definitely not mine. So I wrote that from a perspective of somebody who's really, really bad at keeping up with it. Just so you know, people would be like, oh, okay, so we can, like, it'll work for us too, maybe, and they can try it, not be afraid to try it. But um, one of the, it was, so the first tip I said was to set your alarms. You know how we had set class times to walk across campus, like set your alarm um, every morning so that you could get up at, what, like 9.30, 8.30, whatever you had to do. Um, so I've still been setting, like, those alarms, obviously not the super early ones. Like, I've started setting them for maybe, like, 11 10 30 like earliest because you know I don't want to get up super early now that I don't have to go catch the 31 or go walk to the, like the Kenzie building stuff like that but um setting your alarms definitely still helps so you can get out of bed and you don't wake up at 3 p.m you know oh I just wasted my entire day like I missed my classes I don't want to do any homework I just want to stay in bed the rest of the day like it kind of wakes you up for the day obviously and then from there I said you know you should start like taking morning showers and people obviously have preferences over that preferences over this. Like I know a lot of people don't like to sleep in their sheets when they're dirty after a long day, but you know, if you're not really leaving the apartment, you're not really getting dirty. So, I mean, 
morning showers just kind of are there to, you know, give you that extra jolt of waking up. Um, I've also found that, like, if you go on your phone first thing in the morning, like, look through your notifications, see who's contacted you over the night, just, like, wake your brain up, wake your eyes up, that kind of thing. Because after, like, five minutes on my phone, my eyes don't want to go, like, close again. So, um, and then from there, obviously, get up, eat breakfast. A healthy breakfast is the key. It kind of gets your your brain, you know, ready for all of the activities that you have to do with the assignments you have to do, that kind of thing. And then um, some people, I know a couple of my friends, like my roommate, obviously um, she doesn't have Zoom classes like at all. Like it's, she literally just has like a turn in assignments and that's it. So she was like, yeah, I'm not, you know, doing Zoom lectures. And I was like, well, do you have like recordings or anything? She was like, I mean, I do, but like, I don't like to do them. And I was like, well, you know, here's a tip you should (laughs) like, you need to keep up on your zoom lectures. You need to keep up on your recordings, all that kind of thing. And it helps specifically, like if you don't have set times, because all of my zoom lectures are set times. So like they're still during the class time, but if you don't have that, like I do, and you have like recordings or whatever, watch them as soon as possible. Don't wait until the weekend. Don't wait until the last minute because you're still not going to want to do it last minute, but do them as soon as possible so that you can stay up to date with what's going on in your class and then, you know, if you have any questions, obviously email your professor. They're definitely there for you in this time. Email your classmates, contact your friends, collaborate, see what everybody's doing, that kind of thing. So, that, you know, you stay on top of the ball, you don't fall behind and you don't end up like just completely failing out of the semester. Because, you know, if you get below one point, you can't do this new grading system. So you want to keep at least keep your grade at a one point so that you can do what Maddie talked about with the satisfactory, non-satisfactory And then one last tip was to use lists and planners and anything you can to stay organized because it's very hard when you're not physically going to a class and seeing stuff written down on a whiteboard, seeing stuff written down on a chalkboard, that kind of thing. So like I've started using the notes app on my phone to make checklists. I've used the sticky notes app on my computer. So I have one for each class and I write down my week's homework, write down stuff for the weekend, that kind of thing, just so I can stay on top of it. And, you know, not, since you're spending more time on your computer now, if you use that little sticky notes app, you just go on and you're like, oh, like I have to do this. So I have to do this. And then you just erase it when it's done. So it's, you know, easy to stay up, up to date. <laughs> Great. And do you think these tips have been like personally working for you so far? Um, the showering one has. Obviously, the alarms one is still pretty hard. But, you know, 10, 30, 11 is, I mean, pushing it to that time has definitely started to help a little bit. Noon is like max when I wake up. Cause I do not like to wake up past then. I feel like I waste my day. Um, the breakfast one. Yeah. I'd say most of them are definitely helping me, but, um, it takes a little bit to, you know, get into that mojo of wanting to do it, finding that like mindset of, okay, if I do it now, I'll feel better tomorrow. Like, and then eventually you build yourself into it. So it just takes a little time, but yeah, they definitely are working. Awesome. Is there anything else you wanted to say about, you know, your online classes and like tips for anyone? Um, no, not really. That's all that I can think of right now. But, you know, if anybody wants to contact me at all, Twitter, the uh, email, Instagram, anything, have any questions, anybody can feel free. So cool, cool. And moving forward, um, there's a new announcement kind of relating to classes in the ASMSU world, I guess. Um, so, Wendy, um, can you talk a little bit about 
this fall break that apparently is going to happen. Yeah, so I've kind of been following the tracks of this potential fall break for the majority of the semester so far. Um, uh, Stanley, uh, President Stanley committed early on. He was saying that he really, really wanted to make it happen. He wanted to make sure that there was something. Originally, people were trying to get it to be on election days, and other people really didn't want it to be on election days. I know ASMSU specifically released a statement at one point that they didn't want an election day break. What they wanted was that and a fall break. And then um, so their vice president of academic affairs, Bria Yellow, she was working with a lot of different committees like the uh, academic calendar committee and other people higher up in administration to try to come up with like a pilot date. They had a lot of meetings ultimately that had to pass through university council and university steering and to make its way all the way to Stanley. And it did. And we managed to get the fall break that he promised for October 26th and 27th. This is for all undergrad classes at that point. When it comes to graduate students, basically each college is deciding if they're going to have classes that day. Everything else will be normal. University still open, pretty normal. But the students won't be having classes those days. And um, there's also potential for more fall breaks in the future. I know there's a a proposal that ASMSU has supported that Bree has been working on with uh, the committees of sort of trying to get that um, the election days two day the two more two days in October like we're having this fall um, a week longer winter break and then spring break a week later than it is um, I'm not sure what the chances are of that actually going to the fullest with all of those but. Yeah, ultimately, it's up to Stanley which dates he supports in the future. But it's really great that after the work that they've been putting in for pretty much the whole year, they've been able to get that nice pilot two days off in October. Awesome. And I guess what else is happening in the ASMSU world now that, you know, everything has transitioned to online? How are they doing? Um, yeah, so I guess they're not they're not stopping. They're still alive and well. Um, their last GA meeting is tomorrow via Zoom for this session, and elections are going on this week. So they had this is a tax voting year, so they had the tax renewal and the increase on the ballot. However, the uh, administration decided to pull all of the increases off of the ballot due to uh, COVID. Just the way it's affected the community, they don't, they wanted to pull it off the ballot. So there's not that, but you can still vote to renew the ballot and vote for your GA reps. And then next week, um, where the elections for office of the president are happening as well. So that'll be exciting to see who gets to run our student government next year. Yeah. Is there anything else you, um, wanted to say about ASMSU, any of their conversations recently? Um, no, I just think that, um, especially, I think with the, just back to the fall break thing, I think they actually, that's one of the things that I was able to witness that they actually did put a lot of work into. And I'm glad that they ended up getting the outcome that they were hoping for. Awesome. Now, I guess for everyone, um, how do you, how do you see 
you know, classes and stuff kind of moving forward. I mean, we don't have that much time left of of the semester. Um, Are there any, like, concerns or anything um, moving forward? Um, I would say I don't have any big concerns. A lot of my classes are already starting to wind down. Um, I started some, like, final projects for a lot of my classes this week. Um, The only really big concern I have is my math exam because it's a lot of, like, graph drawing and that kind of thing. So it might be really hard to do online, but I guess we'll see. Yeah, I don't really have many concerns either. Like, I just am ready kind of this. I feel like this is going to be a really long month, and I'm just kind of ready for the semester to be over. Um, The only thing I'm super concerned about, I would say, is, well, obviously finals week. Like, I don't, uh, like, a lot of my classes have started winding down too, but I don't really know how some of them are going to go about finals because, like, this happened also during the week that I had, like, a couple midterms because a lot of my classes waited till after spring break and they just completely canceled midterms. But, like, I don't know if they're going to do that with finals or not. And then returning textbooks is going to be another one. But um, I found out that you can print, if you order them from the bookstore in the International Center, you can print a free shipping label so you don't have to pay for shipping. So that's kind of, if students didn't know that, like, that's kind of a key tip if you rented them from the International Center bookstore. Is you just print it out online and send it in. Yeah, that is a good tip. That's a good point. How about you, Wendy? Um, yeah, I think, again, I'm just also ready for the semester to just kind of wind down. A lot's been happening, a lot to get used to. Um, my classes, again, have been okay. Most of them are also winding down. I think I'm mostly just worried making sure that I keep up with my readings and such because that's what I've been probably having the the hardest time with. And then I also have a math class that I frequently forget about since I'm usually doing not that related type of thing. So I think you just have to try to get my mind focused to finish out the semester strong, hopefully not have to use any of the (laughs) pass-fail tools in any of the classes, but we'll see. Yeah, we, we will see. It's a time. All of you are not graduating, so I feel like do you guys kind of have, like, hopeful energy moving forward? Like, you're excited to go back to hopefully normal situations, like, in the fall and stuff? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. All right, is there anything else anyone wanted to say about classes just um remind everyone that things aren't going to be like this forever and that if they have any questions or troubles you can always contact your academic advisors and that the state knows is always here and we're going to continue to you know keep the coverage so that all of the students and the faculty can know what's going on we're in it together remember that we're in it together (laughs) Well, thank you so much, everyone, for being on the Social Distancing Diaries today. Yeah, thanks for having us, Katie. Thanks again for joining us this week on the Social Distancing Diaries. You can find more of our content on statenews.com or by following us on Twitter at The S News or on Instagram at State News. We'll be back next week.